Welcome to episode four of the Feed You podcast. Welcome to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Feed You Podcast. I'm Elisa Connor, and I'm your host. I am so glad you guys are here. Yay, I'm so excited to see you this week. This week, I have a special guest that I'm interviewing again, and I can't wait to introduce you to her. But what we've been talking about this month is getting really clear on our ideal client and places to find our ideal client and also align with um, the people that are in alignment with our purpose and the reason that we do business. So we all go into business for a reason and we all have a purpose for um, going into business. And a lot of times we will get um, a little distracted and a little off center because there's so much to do as entrepreneurs. And um, so with this series, my intention is to sort of help you realign with, you know, not only who you want to work with, but more importantly, why you're doing your business, why you're connected to your business, and how you're serving others through serving your own purpose. And what I mean by that is that, you know, we're, we each come to this planet in, um, have special gifts and we have special talents and we have special strengths as we learned from my friend Alyssa Dare Nelson and if we don't focus on those strengths and we don't do our best to share those strengths with others then we aren't really fulfilling our purpose we're not really fulfilling the reason that we're here on this planet and that can come out in ways of you know being really stressed out and we're worried about money and we're worried about you know are we doing the right thing or getting more clients or whatever that is because we're not really focused on what we should be focused on. And that, my friends, is really simple. We need to be focused on what we do differently than anyone else. So you may be wondering, how exactly am I going to tie my guest into your purpose and your passion and the reason you do business? So the person I'm interviewing is Jen Hernandez, who owns Jen Hernandez Photography. And you may be thinking, well, what do photos have to do with your purpose? Well, Jen has the special gift of capturing your true essence, the true person of who you are and not who you always think you are from the outside in. And she's really great at capturing not only personalities, but that little light that shines in all of us that makes us different and shows um, not only yourself, how, how different you are from everyone else, but all of those people that you want to work with, it's able to connect them to you in a way that, that, that typical photos can't do that. Um, and so getting comfortable with your brand photography and finding someone who can actually capture that and tell your story with just one picture is pretty incredible. So I wanted to bring Jen on because she's going to share with us not only how to um, identify and differentiate brand photography from typical photography, like headshot photography or family photography, but also give you some tips and suggestions to prepare yourself for your branding photography session. A lot of times we go in with these little hidden agendas of uh, mental nonsense running through our head of, oh, we, we should look like this and we should lose 25 pounds before we have these pictures taken or whatever it might be. As women, we are typically pretty critical of ourselves, much more critical than we are of other people. And so what she tries to do is help you to mentally prepare and actually physically prepare um, by getting you in, in situations and um, 
prepping you on what clothes to wear and how to best shine your personality as far as even scouting out locations that would be a good fit for your personality and who you are, as well as coordinating those all with your brand, which should align with who you are and your purpose anyway. So before I get uh, too far down the line telling you all about how wonderful Jen is, because I want to have her come on and tell us, Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about Jen. So as I said, Jen owns Jen Hernandez Photography, and she is passionately driven to help women in particular see their worth. Now, mind you, she has worked with men, and she does a fantastic job with them as well. Um, But she wants you to be able to identify your value and have your inner light show through on those photos. She has spent much of her adult life learning not only about herself, but about others. And she loves when her clients see the light and joy that she captures in their images. Photography is Jen's love and her obsession. All her clients have insecurities and fears, as most of us do, that they bring to their photography sessions. But Jen makes it her mission to take all of those factors and navigate around them to capture engaging and inspired images. She strives to capture your unique personality, your heart, and your beauty in every photo. People just want to be seen and understood. And she enables you to uh, tell you tell your story um, to the people you need to tell it to through those photos. So please help me welcome Jen Hernandez to the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Feed You podcast. I am so excited to have you here, and I am even more excited to welcome my guest, Jen Hernandez, from Jen Hernandez Photography today. Welcome, Jen. Thank you for being here. Thank you. Hi, everybody. I just did a quick little intro about who you are and what you do, and um, I would love for you to tell us a little bit more about how you got started in photography and really what drives um, drives your passion in your business. Oh, okay. Big, broad question. All right. So um, getting started in the business uh, was about three years ago. And um, I, I always say that it was like a download straight from heaven. I woke up one morning after having a very uh, specific dream about having this business and working with women entrepreneurs and helping women see the joy and the light inside of themselves coming out. And um, I just, it wasn't anything that I could let go of. So I had been a hobbyist uh, photographer since high school, uh, where I was on the yearbook and in charge of photography, which back in the day that was film and, you know, you cut and paste it on a, on a piece of paper within a grid and then they, I don't even know what they did to it after that. But yeah, it was like way old school. I'm totally dating myself. <laughs> um, but So I did that and, and then just after that dream, I just couldn't let go of the fact that this is what I was meant to do. Um, so I just immersed myself in becoming a very proficient photographer and editor and hit the ground running about, uh, it's just about three years ago now. Nice. Well, and, um, I have been the lucky recipient of having you do my photos and I've seen a lot of the photos you, you do. So you really capture, um, the essence of your people. Do you have any tips or tricks that you'd like to share about how you do that? Or like if people are trying to do their own selfies, they don't look like selfies or do you have any suggestions for, you know, how to be the real you in front of the camera? So probably the biggest thing is most people are really uncomfortable. And that's the first thing I hear come out of their mouths is I hate taking pictures. That's like the first thing they say. Um, and I feel like just like with everything else in life, um, mindset is a really important thing. So if you're going into getting ready to get your pictures taken and your thought is taking pictures, 
you know, you're kind of really not setting yourself up for a very good um, time, right? It's something that you're dreading. Um, so mindset work ahead of time, I know probably nobody says that for photography, but mindset work ahead of a photo session is super important. And I think prepar you know, the, the preparation that people go through to um, tell their story, having their ideal client set, um, their color palettes, um, locations, and you know, I'm kind of going into how you would hire a branding photographer here, but um, you'd really want to work on your mindset ahead of the photo shoot, like practice in the mirror. I have a posing guide that's on my website we can talk about later, but it kind of talks about, you know, it's silly. Everybody thinks that like supermodels and models um, are just automatically photogenic and they didn't have to learn to be in front of the camera. So I think the more work you can do on your set, practicing in front of a mirror, um, and really just kind of getting comfortable with, um, looking at yourself and how you look, you know, make different faces, see what it looks like when you're trying to be silly. Is it silly or is it just ridiculous? <laughs> so, um, and then as far as like selfies and stuff like that, you, you really want to make sure that, you know, your camera's either at eye level or above, um, to get the, the right angles. Um, nobody, you know, you don't want somebody's chin. If I were to put my chin up in the, the camera there, you wouldn't want somebody's chin up in the camera. And, and then lighting is super important, which as a photographer, I'm always seeking the right light source. So something that's really even, um, generally, uh, like now I'm facing a window. Um, if I were to move away from the window, my skin would start to look different. Um, I mean, it's just kind of one of those things where, you know, just the more prep work you can do, the better. Um, and then I'll, I'll go into more specifics on why you would hire certain brand photographers over others. Nice. So I'm just going to recap so we can really grab, grab those key points. But one is to have really good lighting. Yes. Two is to come at um, your, um, your own face, either straight on or from a little bit from above. And usually if you're a little older, you want to come from above because yeah. D, D, um, D plays or um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it makes sure. De-emphasizes. De-emphasizes <laughs> anything that might be happening here or here or those little laugh lines or whatever. It kind of makes those disappear a little bit. Well, it makes your eyes look bigger too. If you're looking up versus looking down, it's going to make your eyes look bigger as well. So Right. And there was one other one in there. Um, mindset. <laughs> mindset. The biggest one. Yeah. Make sure your mindset is... You know, there's, I always try to tell people there's only one you and what, what is more important. Um, I had somebody tell me a long time ago, what is more important in attracting anyone is what's coming from the inside, which is your self-confidence than anything you can do on the outside. So you've got to work on that mindset. I love that. Absolutely. Um, so as you know, I'm a big fan of people doing branding to tell their story and to build that really strong foundation. So I would love to like maybe just walk through three to five steps of what you need to do, the questions you need to ask when you're hiring a brand photographer. So you're actually getting someone who understands your brand and who can show that brand to the world visually. Okay. Can you walk us through that? 
Sure, absolutely. So um, where I would start is, um, you know, I have people that come all the time and they're like, I need brand photography. So I dig in a little bit deeper and I try to understand their ideal client, um, ask them about their color palettes and stuff like that, and then come to find that they'd have an av- they haven't actually established a personal brand yet. So they've got colors and fonts and a basic website, but they don't know who their audience is. They don't know where their audience hangs out. They don't know what their audience likes. So um, that's where I would press the brakes on my process and refer them to someone like you, Alisa, because they need to have that figured out first. So fast forward, they've got that figured out. <laughs> well, let's, talk, let's talk about that just for a second. Yeah. Because when somebody comes to you and they don't have that figured out, how do you even create photos that that are showing who they are and who they're, I mean, it's really, don't you feel like it's really hard to plan that session? Because well, you- it, it becomes more of a headshot session. Then we're just capturing them. It's really not about speaking to their audience and really kind of drilling down onto their processes and telling their story because if they don't know who they're trying to talk to, um, it's really hard to like plan the session. Um, you know, I have a perfect example today. I'm working with a stylist and we went to Cherry Creek. We walked the locations that we're going to be shooting. We've planned the outfits. So there's a lot of work that goes into it ahead of time, but she knows who her client is, where her client hangs out and where her client is going to want to see those pictures done. Right. I mean, they're going to want to know she's in the Denver area. You know, she's in a very affluent area. So like all of this is super important. And um, so if I have somebody who comes to me, who's not prepared, it ends up being a headshot session and it ends up being fairly general. Um, like everybody works on a computer or phone or writes. So it, it just becomes less intimate and less um, strategic right. when they haven't had those things figured out. It doesn't stop people necessarily, but the impact isn't as great, which does make it harder for me to plan. Right. And I, that's exactly what I was going to say is I think that impact and that emotional connection that we're all striving for to stand out in the world today, because it's such a busy place. Right. Missing. Um, yes. okay. Sorry. Sorry to keep interrupting. Keep going. So number one, you got to have your branding. Yeah. Number one, you got to have your branding. Number two. So let's say you have no idea where to even start with a branding photographer. First thing you would do um, if you worked with a brand strategist is ask them if they know of any photographers in your area um, or any photographers that would travel to your area. Um, Then I would compile a list of, you know, two to three and then go in and dig around, be a snoop. Um, check out their social media, go to their website. Are they able to tell their own story? Um, well, are, do you like the images that they've done for other people? Uh, you know, it's really important that your style is being matched. So there are some people that are very light and bright. There's other people that need kind of a monochromatic, um, or just kind of something more muted, um, something that's super vibrant and playful. You know, just you want to make sure that your story and your essence is going to be captured by this person. So if you're like light and bright and bubbly and you go hire someone who only does black and whites and like very editorial style photography, then you're, you're setting yourself up for disaster. You're not going to get what you want because you didn't pick someone that can match style. Um, the other thing that um, in next step would be 
So that's step two. Step three would be that you would reach out to the photographer. Let's say you like everything they do. Um, you want to reach out to them and you want to see um, what type of packaging they have, how many photos you would um, be able to glean from it, how it's delivered. Um, you'd also want to know um, how much they help with the planning process. So are they asking questions about, again, your ideal client and what you're wanting to come across in the photos? Do they ask you what type of photography you need from like landscape or portrait or a mix? Is it all going to be on a website and marketing or is it going to be on social media as well? You know, and, and do you have rights to those photos when you're done um, to use as you please? Right. And I think um, I want to just stop you really quick because from your perspective, like I know I've, I've seen both um, photographers that include images and then photographers that just charge for a session and then every image is extra. What, number one, what is the norm? Like what should they, what should be an expectation for my listeners? Should they look for a photographer that actually includes images? And number two, um, if images are not included, what's a good number of images that they should plan on having to purchase so that they can meet all of those needs for say the next um, 12 to 18 months before they've had, they have to update their photos. So ideally you'd be working with someone who gives you digital images as part of the package. Um, the way I work things is I edit a very generous amount of photos and then they get to glean, let's say they purchased 40 photos and they get to pick the 40 photos that they're gonna have and use. I've seen it where, like you said, other photographers will do a session-based price and then they pay per. I would say to have a decent amount, you'd want to purchase anywhere from 20 to 30 photos. So again, as you're interviewing a photographer and really trying to understand what it is that you get delivered, you would wanna make sure that you understand the complete cost. So if they're just charging you for a session and then you have to purchase photos, it would be a good idea to understand what that package looks like ahead of time. That way you're not surprised when you get to the end and, and oh, by the way, you've got you know XYZ to add on to the, the price tag. Um, yeah, I decided a long time ago when I, became, you know, lifestyle or branding photographer, however you wish to call it, um, that the digital images were more important than print um, because all of my clients are digital. Um, every once in a while you have somebody who wants to do uh, print media and marketing and things like that, and they can certainly use the images for that as well. Um, so I don't know, did that answer your question? It did. Okay. And so um, to, I'm, I'm going to back, I'm going to um, reframe a previous comment I made into a question, which is how often should you plan on getting your photos updated? Okay. It really, that's really going to depend on you and your business. Um, if you are on constant, if you're on social media constantly, excuse me, a little trip over my words there. Um, you know, you're going to want to probably update every quarter, um, to have new fresh, um, I've got clients that retain every single month. I've got clients that retain every three months. I've got clients that every six months they're shooting and I've got people that shoot every two years. So it really just depends on your business and how active you are on social media. And are you able to find and curate kind of those filler shots 
in between integrating your shots or are you using quotes or marketing media? Like there's a lot of different ways to, to utilize this social media. But from a website perspective, I would say at minimum 12 months because you really want to keep things fresh current, um, especially if you're an in-person business. If you're an online business solely and people don't see you in person, um, I mean, I guess they see you anyway on video, uh, but you'd really want to stay current. Like, you know, if your hair grows or you cut, change your hair color, you know, if you're a redhead on your website and you're a blonde in person, like there's a disconnect there. Um, so just having that be a truth in advertising, basically, you'd want to insist if you're older and the last time you took pictures was 10 years ago, you don't look the same. So it's time to update. Okay. That sounds good. And then, you know, with video being as hot as it is and video being a big, um, a big um, player in any kind of online marketing or even offline marketing at this point, because people can resonate with you. How important is photography? I mean, is it still important? Um, unless you're, unless your website's completely video and all your social media is completely video. I, I think, you know, photography is really not going anywhere. People still want to look at beautiful images. Um, and there's still something different about having, you know, it's good to have candid images as well, like those quick little snapshots in your stories and, and things like that. It's good to kind of integrate that with the professional. Um, and, you know, I thought about being like a side-by-side -side comparison of a professionally curated um, Instagram feed just because that's like the most visual thing we have out, have out there besides Pinterest that's like in a pretty grid and then in, in a non-professional curated um, and, and you can definitely tell the difference maybe not to the trained eye but when you see the pictures you're just like oh yeah that that looks better than that um, so it's just it it's how you want to run your business. Do you want to show up and show that really polished professional or are you starting out and you're good with snapping the pics yourself? You know, everybody's at a different phase um, in their business. Um, so you really just have to start where you are. Um, and, and that's another thing to ask a photographer in hiring them. Um, if they were, if you were to hire them on a regular basis, is there a retainer agreement that you can enter into? Do they give price breaks? Um, can you break sessions up? Like those are just all things. If you know over a six month period, you want to do three shoots, then you'd want to go ahead and ask those questions and, and see if they're willing to work with you on it or not. Right. No, nobody has to work with you on anything, but it's good to know. It's good to ask the question. Right. So what, I mean, price is going to come up. Everybody wants to know about price. Yeah. So can you give us a range, like a good range of what it would cost to do not only a branding, um, a regular branding session. So you're at maybe multiple locations and you've, you've had somebody that's planned out the shot list, but also um, a, a range for somebody that wants to do that retainer where they're getting updates every quarter and, and what that looks like. So can you just give us, you know, you don't have to go into your pricing, but just kind of a general range so people know um, what to expect and what to plan for. Sure. It's, it's definitely going to depend on area um, because, you know, if you're in the, on the coastal areas, I've seen photographers anywhere from 800 to 2000 for a shoot. 
Um, and, you know, kind of Midwestern, you know, it's like 550 to 1000 or 1500. So really, it's going to depend on the area, it's going to depend on the photographer. I mean, I hate to give that generalized of an answer, but it really does depend. Um, I've seen people do things like as retainer, like for as low as 249. But you know, you sign a contract, you're committing to a certain amount of shoots in X amount of time. So, you know, that could end up being a little more affordable, but you're kind of chunking things out versus, you know, I mean, some people don't want to plan a half a day shoot. They would rather plan over months and just know I'm doing this, this, and this. And as you get into the process and you start thinking about how to visually tell your story and as the photographer gets to know you, um, I feel like that's where a little more genius happens because then you're able to, um, one, you're not taking as much time to warm up um, to the camera and things, you know, you've, you're already familiar with this photographer and how they work. Um, so creating that relationship puts you at ease um, and you're able to dig in quicker. Um, and they, they know when they're getting you and when they're not getting you. Um, so I think that kind of helps. I don't know. I kind of feel like I went off on a tangent there. No, that makes sense. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, um, to go in a different direction, I'm just curious about like props are fun. Props are fun to add into a shoot. So can you give us some tips on finding awesome props that we can add into our shoots so that our, our personality comes out and it makes, makes it a little bit more fun in our photos. Can you give us some suggestions on how to decide what props to use or how to brainstorm that? Sure, sure. Um, so a lot of times, because we're online businesses, we're going to be looking at things like, I do everything on my computer. Uh, so, you know, how do I show that? Uh, so maybe it is a matter of us taking a picture of recording this call right now, um, because this is how Elisa does a lot of her business. Um, it could be a matter of, you know, really getting kind of cheesy, you know, go to the craft store and like, get the string and the ribbon. And uh, so I'll give an example of a, a florist uh, that I did a photo shoot for. So I went to her space. Um, and of course she has fresh flowers because she's a florist and that's what she does. Um, but she also had all of her little tools out. She had books of beautiful arrangements. That's not part necessarily of her process to get ready, but we're just kind of showing like, this is how she gets her inspiration. Maybe it's actually on Pinterest that's fine. But just any way that you can kind of visually tell your story and, and think about the details that you do for your clients that you know specific to you. And it's about capturing those details too. Like what sets you apart? What problem are you fixing? What does that solution look like for them? And how can you visually tell that story kind of along the way? Nice. And it's different for everybody. So since you brought up this, most of my audience is a service-based industry, but I do have some people that do products. So sometimes yeah. they have to do product shoots. And I know as a photographer, you probably have some tips and tricks and you can't always um, have a photographer there say if you've made a really nice meal, but can you give them some tips on like, okay, how can I take a picture of this food so it doesn't look like caca when I put it up on Instagram, I really want it to look nice. So do you have any like just quick little tips that you can share with them on whether it's a product or an actual meal or something like that that they're sharing? Yeah, yeah. So consistency is important. Um, you want to match lighting as much as possible. 
Um, so if you have a very bright and fun feed, you're not going to want to take a picture in a really dark room, no matter how beautiful the meal looks to you at that moment. It's not good lighting. So um, angles are important um, with products and food. Uh, so it really kind of depends. You know, I just did a product shoot for a makeup line. Um, so all of those angles are either from down or really close up on the product you know um, with food I think generally coming down to where the plate is or generally over it um, just like directly on top of it um, invest in an iPhone with or you know a cell phone with a really good camera um, and there's several um, tweaks that you can make kind of after the fact so you're going to want to lower your shadows um, bump your highlights a little bit, bump the brightness, you know, just make it look as appetizing as possible. <laughs> and lighting is important. Lighting is a big part of that. So if you're in a restaurant and you can get near a window with your plate, that's good. Nice. And filters, I think, are a good lifesaver. Filters are a good thing, too. Yeah, Instagram has a really good uh, really good market. And that's another way to make something very cohesive and consistent is applying the same filter. Uh, no matter what. Awesome. This has been so awesome. So I want to um, give my audience a chance a little bit to get to know a little bit more about you and make it fun. So okay. I have what are called my coffee date questions. Okay. I'm just going to pick like five and they're okay. just super fun, easy questions to answer. So um, let's talk first. Do you have a favorite business book that you refer to all the time? <sighs> no, I read too many books. I can't pick a favorite. <laughs> Do you have one that you've read recently that you could recommend? Um, I'm reading right now, um, Wide Awake. It's not really a business book per se, but it's about living your life with your eyes wide open. Instead of dreaming at night, you dream during the day. Um, nice. and it's been really good. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Um, frozen or scooped ice cream? Scooped. Favorite flavor? Mm. <laughs> Probably chocolate peanut butter. <laughs> Ooh, you and my old, my uh, middle son would get along. Um, your favorite way to learn: video, audio, read blogs, or a combination? Mm, combination for me. Okay. Yeah, it depends on what I'm learning. Um, if I'm learning editing styles, um, or yeah, if it's something that I need to see, I, I like to see things um, and then do them is probably the best way but nice what is your most unusual talent <laughs> my most unusual talent what do people say here i don't even know singing in the shower oh. <laughs> just like random like anything that's just like kind of a random talent that a lot of people don't know about you i i do burst into song quite often and i love musicals um so <laughs> I guess so that would be one. <laughs> we can expect your version of Cats at the next um, networking event. Yeah, I'm very theatrical sometimes. <laughs> Beach or mountains? Beach. Um, Harry Potter or The Hobbit? <laughs> neither. I've seen neither one. <laughs> okay, that's, that's fair. Uh, what is your kryptonite? My kryptonite? Oh my gosh, that's a deep one. Uh... What is your kryptonite? Um, probably comparison. <laughs> nice. I try, to, I try to stay away from that. Nice. I try to 
um, protect my individuality when it comes to photography and, and not look at other people's photography from the perspective of envy, um, but a perspective of learning instead. So I really have to stick that in my brain before I start looking at things. Nice. Love it. All right, Jen, it's been awesome having you on the show. I'd love for you to share how people can find out more about you and where they can find you online. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, pretty easy. JenHernandezPhotography.com is my website. Um, I have my posing guide on there. If you want to learn 10 ways to look great in your photos now, I'm also on Facebook. Um, I have a business page, but I generally connect with people on my personal page. So um, at Jen D. Hernandez, so J-E-N-N-D Hernandez. And then on Instagram, it's Jen Hernandez Photography um, or at Jen Hernandez Photography, I guess, on Instagram. And yeah. Nice. And I'll put all those links. Humans. <laughs> I'll put all those links in the show notes so everybody can find you really quickly. Again, okay. thanks for being here. I appreciate you being part of this interview. And um, I just wanted to let the audience know there's been a little bit of lag. I think there's an internet issue. So thanks for being patient with us while it lagged through, but we made it through and had some great scoops. So um, we will talk to you soon. And thanks again, Jen. Thank you, Elisa. Mwah. podcast at www.alisaconnor.com forward slash podcast. 